Hello everybody, how's it going? Hopefully you're having an amazing day, evening, night, about to take a nap, driving, whatever it may be. I am super stoked you're listening to this session of the podcast. So today something cool happened that had things not gone well, it would have been very uncool. <laughs> so what I mean by that, uh, this weekend, uh, I, am, I am supposed to give my yoga wheel to my friend, um, to do a product photography with this yoga athlete that um, he wanted to do a uh, modeling Instagram photo shoot with. And he actually offered, if I wanted to, I could just give him the, the product and he would ask the, uh, the, the model, uh, the athlete, to do some shots with that as well. So, I mean, it's free. It's the, I mean, my friend, NKG Photography, is an amazing photographer, very talented, creative guy. So why not? It's like a win-win for really everybody here, right? So the, the athlete, the model kind of gets a sense of, you know, uh, belonging, if you will, right? The person is feeling like they are contributing to a, a product development phase, which they actually are because I'm also going to uh, want to know their feedback on, the, on when they use it. Also, my friend Nate, right? I'm not sure how much photography, product photography he has done, but I'm guessing this will be a little bit different. So hopefully a also different experience for him as a photographer. And also for myself, I get photos for my product, right? So I think it's all, all around, it's a win-win for everybody. Anyways, um, so this weekend I am supposed to give the yoga wheel to uh, Nate, but which yoga wheel? And so I have a few different yoga wheels, right? The prototype that was made initially in China they messed up the paint and the paint even though i had specified certain specification on the gloss of the surface and the gloss of the paint they still gave me gave me essentially as opposed to like super high glossy they gave me like medium gloss right and that wasn't okay so they did a redo of the yoga wheel um so when when the second one came in i right i didn't have right i had already used up a foam to wrap around the initial prototype the initial wheel so that while china was making the second prototype i could still test and use and um and uh get feedback right improve if necessary all that stuff so when the second wheel came in my uh, foam was my i had used my best length of foam sheet on the semi-glossy prototype so now this shiny new all cool type prototype came in and then all of a sudden like the other uh, foams that I had purchased from China they are a little bit shorter in length so when you wrap the foam around the wheel it essentially doesn't have enough length to cover the entire perimeter of the wheel so but I need the shiny one <laughs> that doesn't have a foam I need that to be in the product photography so what do I do what I ended up doing was to essentially um, create as opposed to wrapping one sheet around the wheel I ended up cutting two separate sheets two sep uh, separate rectangular foam sheets and one was you know um, like half of the diameter of the wheel I mean perimeter of the wheel the other one was the other half plus the 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 amount that I was missing from the initial um, from, from the missing length right that's 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 the whole that's the whole that's the whole that was the whole issue so essentially now i have two foam sh rectangular foam sheets 
and one is say 50 centimeters in uh, length the other one is 52 centimeters or 51 centimeter how much ever longer it was uh, it was 10 millimeters actually so 50 and 51 uh, centimeters anyways so now the length is sufficient and everything. however the, the, the process of cutting is really kind of there was a fine like literally there was a fine line there I had to draw up the line at a at the correct position within the length of the foam sheet I had to draw up a line at a certain position and I had to cut on that line so I could get the correct length on each of the separate foam sheets so for those of you that might have might be just say getting into you know like I don't know, like doing like doing things with your hands, you know, doing prototypes, I don't know, like playing with your kids, making things for your kids, gifts, whatever it may be, right? It's hard to draw a line straight, even though you have a ruler sometimes, let alone cutting straight over a length. And also let alone you cutting over something that has a thickness, right? As in a foam. And with foam, when you cut the foam, as you're cutting, the foam kind of like squishes, it pushes the razor to one side and to another. So what ends up happening is you get a really crappy cut and excuse my language, but it's really hard to get the cut straight. And even when you get the cut straight, it's, you can't you like the, 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 the cut quality, like cut it, like the surface resulted by the cut where you cut, the surface is just very bad quality just because cannot like, get a clean shot unless you have some type of like hot wire that you can just like run the sheet run the foam through and you just get a clean cut but even that that's also hard so i'm not going to go through it either anyways so while i was cutting it i re reverted back to my track and field days back in high school where our coach would say all right nice and easy one lap nice and easy he would just he would keep on saying nice and easy and for some reason i happened to remember that saying that the way he would say nice and easy so i just kept saying that to myself farzan nice and easy cut it once okay if you mess this up you're not gonna have a prototype for this weekend so you will not get a photo shoot free photos with a model of the body type that you've always wanted to do a photo shoot with for your product you're not going to get that and god knows when that will be the next time that i can make that happen right because i would have to still get the material and i would hope that my friend does another uh photo shoot with another you know yoga of that body type sometime in the future so i really like i think this might have been my single chance i don't know right nobody knows the future so um what was i saying yes the the I keep forgetting sorry it's also like 9 57 p.m right now and i'm super exhausted anyways um so yes so as i was cutting it i kept on telling myself farzan nice and easy nice and easy the this is the only material you have you screw this up <laughs> you're not getting really nice high quality photos for your product and you're gonna have hard time advertising and there it goes you know kind of like your product launch phase so, I mean, might have been too dramatic to myself, but I really didn't want to mess it up. So I kept on saying, nice and easy, nice and easy. And I would keep on, you know, remembering myself that this is the only material I got to, to work with. So, um, so as I was cutting it, I was just ultra, ultra careful. As opposed to cutting, 
cutting the foam with construction razor, what I ended up doing was making my own DIY cutter on the go, kind of doing it like super cliche entrepreneurial, like low budget entrepreneurial uh, path, which is like you strap on as you go essentially, which is exactly what I did. So I got two piece of um two pieces of um popsicle sticks, and I got uh, I I I I have a few um I had actually a few um shaving razors. So I snapped one in half, and I put the razor the, the half razor in between the two popsicle sticks. I glued it and I clamped it in place, and now all of a sudden I had a really nice cutter, right? Uh, shaving razors they cut very they're very very sharp right and um, you might be asking why i put it in between popsicle popsicle uh, sticks well that's because i didn't want the the razor to flex um because like i told you foam as you're kind of foam is like it's it's hard to cut it, it pushes whatever your the tool is it pushes it around as you're cutting so and with a shaving razor the thing is really really thin so it's easy to bend it when you bend it you can't get the cut you want um anyways so all that went well i made my little handy dandy tool i cut it with the razor and i did a before and after picture right actually not before and after um i did a comparison between the edge of the foam that came in with factory cut quality and with the cut quality of my own with this diy tool believe it or not like i had to like edit the picture to make the distinction of which one was mine, which one was the factory. That's how good of a quality I was able to get it. So super pumped about that. That means when I go through the process of gluing this um, two um, TPE, uh, foam TPE sheets together uh, over the wheel, um, where the edges meet up and line up, it's going to be super nice and smooth and uh, the faces are gonna meet up and uh, I can glue it properly, so as in, the photos at the end are going to come out like I wanted it to. Uh, just, you know, um, just I probably went into like way too many details for some of you that might not be super duper into like technical aspects of things. Uh, but again, do remember I am an engineer, so I love the details and I believe devil's, devil is in the details. So um, hopefully you got some value out of this. And oh, most most importantly, uh, the lesson I learned is that, I guess, I don't know what's the exact lesson that I learned. Maybe the fact that I should have had this figured out a while back. Maybe uh, the moment, yeah, that's probably the, the best lesson I learned. The moment I saw the TPE sheet was shorter in length for my second prototype that came from a different factory from China, I should have ordered new sets of phones with the correct length so that I wouldn't have had to spend the time, you know, cutting foam, figuring it out, um, you know, uh, just being anxious all around. Um, just I would have had a lot of an easier time. So better planning, right? As soon as you find out something is wrong and you know you need that to be right at some time in the future, like just put it in your calendar, write it on your wall, tattoo it, do a like non-permanent tattoo on your hand, I don't care whatever it is, make it so that it's in a written form somewhere that you're going to see so that way it's planned and you can take action on it. Um, I just feel like I probably just put it off. I told myself, okay, I'm just gonna like order these like like correct length phones later, but 
I guess I ended up not doing that, obviously. And here was where the ramifications. I wanted to do some um, like uh, video recordings of myself for this manufacturing um, mechanical engineering consulting um, gig that I'm trying to do. And I have, I wasn't able to do that. So all around, just when you find out something is wrong, or I should say I, right? I don't want to tell you guys what to do. So when I find out, this is, this is kind of like weird, but I'm talking to myself at this point. When I, when I know something is wrong and I know that that thing must be right at some time in the future because a certain deliverable quality will depend on it, depend on it. I must write it down somewhere that it turns into a plan and on which I can take action. So that's a lesson for me. And hopefully, you know, uh, as, as probably as simple as it might sound, uh, it really, um, you know, turns into a backlog a lot of the times with many of you and myself, obviously. And uh, so just let's, I uh, guess, let's, let's be better about that. Um, so yeah, um, that's kind of what I wanted to describe, um, explain my experience tonight. But I'm, all, I'm, I'm still happy that I was able to manage the cuts on the phones so I could um, make the pretty prototype for the photo shoot. Um, all right. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, yeah, I look forward to having you guys listen to the next uh, podcast session.